This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith, joined once again by Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? Just peachy, Richard. You're sick again, aren't you? I'm a little sick. I'm going to be coughing a lot on air. It's oh, right. my. What do you got? The bug? I know. <laughs> Uh, no, it's just your run-of-the-mill head cold uh, brought on by, you know, daycare and just the germ factory that my child goes to a couple times a week. <laughs> uh, yeah, because last time, uh, last week, you sounded a little under the weather. You sound maybe worse. I feel better but sound worse. Oh, classic. If, that, if that's any, if yeah. that's any, you know, whatever. Are you taking enough vitamin C? Uh, <laughs> I'm getting my vitamins. I'm having my fruit cocktail. <laughs> I get all my vitamins for breakfast, you know. Well, that's good. Well, this week in... Um because of uh, President's Day, which was this past Monday, we had uh, one of our uh, listeners, a, a tweeter, at Dork Podcast, tweeted us, I believe it was Joe, said, hey, why not a uh, best and worst movie and TV presence? And we said, you know what? That's a great idea. And we have nothing else idea. to do. What else are we going to do this week? We got nothing. We got none of us. Neither of us wanted to see Fifty Shades Darker. Didn't see it. No. Didn't see it. Wouldn't see it. Wouldn't, wouldn't see it. So we got this. Uh, and we'll we'll talk about what we got coming up uh, uh, ahead. We have more pressing, I would say, hashtag dork topics. But I think this is a fun one. We haven't done this one yet, so presidents, we're going to get to. But first, we kick things off with this week in hashtag dork. Speaking of the box office, Ryan, Lego Batman was number one for the second week in a row, followed by the aforementioned Fifty Shades Darker, and number three was Matt Damon's Great Wall of China movie <laughs> called The Great Wall. Oh, man. No. I'm going to tell you what. I bet that movie is as good as the Chinese food restaurant called The Great Wall in the strip mall by my house. <laughs> it probably is very similar, yes. Yes. I have no interest um, in that. No surprises there. I mean... I just again, I don't understand what lonely what lonely cat lady is going to see Fifty Shades Darker, or like you know what mommy's night out thing is going to see this. But that's got to fall by the wayside pretty quickly. You got to think. Yeah, I would think so. It came out at the right time, you know, around a little bit before Valentine's Day. Then it's out for February because we're going to get some heavy hitters coming up soon. Not this yeah. week so much, but the following week is when we really kick things off. And so yeah, Fifty Shades Darker hanging around. Lego Batman's collecting a lot of money. I still want to go and see that. This week at the box office is uh, Jordan Peele's horror movie Get Out, and it's scoring very well. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very well. It's getting reviewed very well. I'm very intrigued because I told you even when they're not traditional horror movie uh, people, writers, directors, you know, if they're in comedy or whatever else, and you find out that they were diehard fans, like I love that. So I'm really intrigued. It seems a little like 
the premise is like how how good can it be? But you know, people seem to like it early on. So I, I don't think I'll see it in the theater, but I'm definitely gonna catch up with this one at some point. Absolutely. The other movie that comes out is Collide. That's the uh Felicity Jones and the Anthony Hopkins movie. Okay. I got nothing. I got nothing on that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got nothing. Have fun, guys. All right, well, in a couple of weeks, uh, Ryan, Logan will be in theaters, and we got word today that there will be a post credit scene. Are you excited about that? I'm very excited about that, and I hope there are some, uh, uh, I hope some guy in red shows up, and uh, maybe we have a little fun, because the movie seems a little dark. It's going to be, uh, I think, a bit of a uh, emotional roller coaster, uh, a, lot of, a lot of crying. I would suspect. Crying. Now, Hugh Jackman also said, now this may cut into what you just said there, uh, Hugh Jackman said there won't be a Wolverine Deadpool movie. I, I'm, I, keep, I, I think he's serious when he says that this is his last ride. I, I hope, um, I don't hope so, you know, because he's, he's done such a good job. And, yeah. you know, we talk about the first real comic book movie we saw, and I think we might have seen it together, was X-Men. And, um, yeah. Just, we... I remember us talking about it as young men, yes. Um, and and to so be like, who's playing Wolverine? And we like n- listed off a bunch of people who could play Wolverine, and like Hugh Jackman, and we're like, who? Yeah, well, he sucks. Didn't know anything about him, but was like, yeah, he sucks. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's an Australian soap opera star. Like, who the hell is this guy? Oh, get out of here! And, and almost twenty years later, they look at him. You know, oh, he's I mean? been incredible. Like, great, great casting. He's been awesome. Uh, yeah, that was definitely was one of the first. It was like two thousand X Men one, I believe, yeah, came out ninety nine two thousand or something like that. And we're like huge. Yeah, probably when the casting news came out, like Hugh Jackman. Like, who gives a who is this guy? Like, this is a, this is a big role. What are you doing? And then it yeah, turns right. out that he is he's been the best of the bunch for sure. And so, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see if Deadpool's in there at all. I would I would guess no. You think there's a chance maybe for the end end credits? Maybe maybe or maybe we bring in you know another you know. I don't know. It's got to be pretty big considering if this is his last one. You know, like I said, I mean, he's carried this this franchise for 20 years. Don't, don't you think they're, we're going to get some sort of tease ahead to like an X-23 sequel? They, I mean, they've already talked about that, like yeah. an X-23 standalone movie. But, yeah. I mean, you got to send the guy off, you know, the way he wants to go out. So I hear you. maybe he wants to have a little fun with it. I don't know. What about, have you, speaking of X-Men, have you watched Legion yet? I watched the first episode, um, and I was... <clears throat> Did it blow off your nips? Uh, it didn't necessarily blow off my nips, but I'm definitely... There was a tingle there that I I was... Um, there's an intrigue. There's a feeling there that I want to chase. Yeah. You know what I mean? Chase it. Um, chase it down. Yeah. Yep. And, um, you know, you you mentioned Aubrey Plaza on the last on the last podcast. Yeah. I really enjoy her. Um, I'm still up in the air for doing like a sixth sense kind of thing with her. If she's actually in the room, if she actually exists, don't you get the sense? And without spoiling too much of Legion, it's only two episodes in, and Davy's only seen the the one, so we really can't spoil too much of it. Right. But there's a lot of Inception to it, and if you know anything about the Legion character, I don't want to spoil that because if you don't want to look it up, then that's fine. Like who who he may or may not be related to, or right. um, I would I would just say even based off of the commercials, you you could say this. I don't know how many of those characters are can be seen by other people, not just Aubrey Plaza. Right, because that that's kind of his whole thing. That's it. Like he is in the head, man. Like he there's a lot going on in there. So I think there'll sort of be reveals each week. So the second episode I enjoyed. You're, you're starting to get into a little bit more of his history and things like that. But as far as first of all, new TV shows, it's one of my favorites. 
And then if you want to take it a step further and say comic book shows, I know it's very early, but I already think it's kind of on par with the Netflix shows. Yeah, it's actually really good. And you know what it reminded me a lot of? And I had to watch, truth be told, I had to watch the first episode twice because um, it kind of lost me. No, very understandable. We actually, somebody <laughs> tweeted us and said, you probably should watch it twice. I was like, yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, I kinda, it kind of lost me where, you know, where, um, not to give too much away, but there was the switch in characters. Yes. That kind of kind of lost me a little bit. <laughs> character switching. Like it's always sunny. Uh, this, our, yeah. our audience is used to it. Don't worry about the character switching. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, but I really did like it. It, it. You know what? It's filling the void for me. I I was a huge Fringe fan. Oh, okay. I don't know if you watched that show. I did not. Um, it, it's good. It's on Netflix. You can watch it. Um, right. Abrams. You know, it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, but it kind of like had that kind of vibe to it. Yeah. Um, with like the two realities and kind of, you know what I mean? So, you know, that, that that was a nice little thing for me. So there's one character too. Uh, do you think? Do you think Rogue is in this, or do you think? Well, I, actually, I don't know. I don't know. I want to let people watch it. I think we'll do. Yeah. We'll 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 save it, and we'll do. I think a year uh, a season ender on this bad boy. The way things are going, I think I read somewhere it might only be eight episodes. Like I don't think it's a full long ass season. No, because it's in the middle. They're in the middle of seasons right now, right? I think so. Well, yeah. So it's like yeah, that's it, true. It, it, that thing where. Remember when The Office first came out and there was only like six episodes and then they it got picked up and then oh right right season. yeah so they might just they might be kind of testing the waters a little bit with this and see if people are into it. But I'll tell you, I'm I'm into it. I'm, I'm all, in. I'm in. I'm we in. got we got two of us are in right here. Let us know what you think at Dork Podcast on Twitter and Dork Podcast at Gmail dot com uh, with any of this stuff, but specifically Legion. Uh, I haven't talked to anybody yet who watches it and says, "Nah, not for me." Like everybody is saying, "Yes, this is a program." Um, how about this? Revisiting something from last week's uh, This Week in Hashtag Dork. Matt Reeves, we thought we found ourselves a new The Batman director. Turns out not so much. Not so much. And um, the reports that we're getting out of this camp is that it's not dead with him yet, but there was uh, some disagreements. you know. And I think, uh, in my mind, it's got to be you know, on the, on the production end of them saying, like, this is the way we want it, and the director saying, well, can I do it this way, and them saying no. Yeah, it ha- it has to be that, and like the script can't be great too, though. Like I, I, right. I think that sort of maybe knocked Ben Affleck out of it, and then now Matt Reeves is looking at it, and yeah, it's probably going to be sort of what he wants to do and what he's being allowed to do. It's just frustrating because it's off to a terrible start. Like you, 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 you right? You can you can uh, you know put makeup on it and whatever else, but these DC movies have been a dump, and then the ones that aren't out yet, there's been director switching, there's been you know leaks that early footage is shit like it i don't know what to think yeah and they and like their big thing this week too is like oh aquaman found a cinematographer it's like great <laughs> super duper yeah great looking forward um, to it yeah but you know marvel's had this issue too um i would still again the great lost film that i want to see is edgar wright's ant-man yeah but remember that he dropped out halfway through and you know people picked it up and you know, kept it, ran it, and it was a good movie. That's so, true. It was st- it, they they made that still a pretty good movie, yeah. uh, a, a very good movie, in fact. So, mm-hmm. yeah, all right, we'll we'll hold that hope. A lot of te- it's better than anything DC made. So. No, that's no, true. All right, yeah. we got we got a lot of TV news here. How about this? Okay, uh, Kristen Wiig will be joining the Last Man on Earth cast, and they return on March fifth. Now, is she back as a regular character, or is she like a cameo? Well, they're promoting her, so I want to say she's going to be like a member of the cast because when they've done cameos before, they're just surprises. Like they don't like yeah. like John Hamm and Will Ferrell and some of the other right. ones that they've had. 
then they die right away. And you're like, ah. But Kristen Wiig, I mean, unless they're trying to swerve us, I feel like she's going to be around for a while. So that's good news. Uh, also on Fox, The Mick has been picked up for a second season. Oh, how about that? Good for Caitlin Olsen. Good it's, for Sweet D. It's funny. I think I've watched all the episodes now. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's on a night where I got other stuff going on, so I'm not sure. Is it on Mondays? I don't know. I've been watching it on demand. I don't know what night it's on, but it it's good. Uh, yeah. They had the final season uh, teaser for The Leftovers on HBO, which comes back April 16th. This is one of my favorite shows, and it's going to be season three. They've already announced it's going to be the final season. If it's good, and it looks like they're like flying to Melbourne, Australia, like who knows what's going on. If this season is good... I think it has a chance to be one of the all-time great shows. You think so? Okay, so this is one you and I have gone back and forth with, and I've, I've actually never seen an episode of the show. Right. So, um, Do yourself the favor. Oh, uh, yeah, I got time now. I got until, let's see, what do I got? Until April, I got about a month and a half. You got to lay in bed with some orange juice and some toast and watch Leftovers. And some, and some, some warm ginger ale. <laughs> some warm ginger What, are you going to upset tummy, too? I don't know. I don't know what's going on with me. That's <laughs> ah, a mess. Yeah. Get a Breathe Right strip? <laughs> Should I get one? You yeah. could get a break. I'm telling you, those help. Opens it up a little bit. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Do you have like yeah. a humidifier or a dehumidifier? Yeah, or you know what it is? I think it's the dryness that's getting me, too. You know? It is. It's really dry right now. Is it ever? Oh, my goodness. What about Vicks? You rub a little Vicks under your nostril. Right, yeah, a little under the nostril there, a little something-something. Yeah. You know, clear me right out. That's what I need, I think. That'd help you. But I'm telling you, the Maybe left- I'll rub it. I'm going to rub that cream on my chest, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You could you yeah. could do that. Just really, really feel good. Nice hot shower. Steam steam yourself out. Oh boy. Son of a bitch. But no, but <laughs> but leftovers is is awesome. And the first season was based off of a book. The second season they did on their own. They were both great. And now they have a chance to sort of wrap things up. And three seasons is enough, I think, to compare it to other all time great shows. Two seasons isn't enough. Uh and one season obviously doesn't get it's like a subcategory for that. But you know, like The Wire was five seasons. So, you know, if Leftovers is three, it's still on the shorter side compared to, you know, Sopranos and some of those other ones. But I'm, I am I, I think it could be a top five show. Let me ask you this. Is Liv Tyler still puckering up on the show? Yeah, she's still in there. Looking all looking all puckery? Yeah, kind of mousy. Yeah, with that big, big mouth on her. Yep. She's there. Oh, she's She's in there all right. Every yeah. time I see her, I, I just think of good old Ben Affleck rubbing... Uh, you know, playing with animal crackers on her tummy. Animal crackers, doing you know the little horsey ride. Yeah, right up her old, right up the old I mean? tummy there. Very nice. Yeah. Very yeah. Old. One of my favorite bits of movie trivia about that movie. You know, Michael Bay was approached by Ben Affleck, and this is one of like everyone knows the story. But he's like, Ben Affleck says to Michael Bay, like, wouldn't it make more sense to train astronauts to drill instead of training drillers to be astronauts? And Michael <laughs> Bay's famous line was, "Shut up." <laughs> I mean. Yeah, it's an incredible line because it's, it's, it's very true. Yeah, like, like mm, shut up. Yeah, but there's no movie there. It's like, yeah, no, yeah. you could probably still figure it out. It's, it's, yeah, you could figure it out. It'd probably be okay. Yeah. Uh, also on HBO, Veep is back April 16th, so the same night as The Leftovers. Uh, Silicon Valley, we mentioned this, will be on April 23rd, so the following week. Uh, Bates Motel returned last night for the final season. And I heard this. I saw a, I saw a uh, spot for it on TV today. And I, my first thought was, it's still on TV. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good. They, they, what they did was nobody watches it except for me and Billy Lanny. But they jumped it ahead two years from after season four, so you're getting closer and closer to like Psycho because it started the actual Norman Bates. Yeah, because it started with Norman Bates like in high school, and so now he's yep. older, and 
it's good. Rihanna is going to be on it. She's actually going to play Marion. Yeah, she's the the shower scene. Yeah, she's Marion yeah. Crane. Yeah. And so she, Machi. yeah, it's gonna be great. So she wasn't in last night's episode, but you can tell they're already starting to, or was she? I mean, let's just leave it at that. She, they're starting oh to uh, lay the groundwork there. So I'm in. Oh Did you see the uh, Rick and Morty season three teaser? Did I ever? Those I love guys, me some Rick and Morty. Those guys are funny. So basically, <laughs> we tweeted it out, but it's just it's just like slam together clips like it's just nonsense because like they build yep. like oh it's an opening scene it's like it's not and we still don't have a date i don't think for season three and i believe it is to the lyrics of the famous rick astley joint i believe they're right. going to give you up yep so that was that was clever of them it was very it was very well done yep did you see episode one of planet earth two no but i'm so excited to see it holy smokes is it good yeah, that's good. I, I mean, that's one of those things you put on Netflix and just like to go to bed. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's I I have the whole first series on Blu-ray. Oh, gorgeous. So, oh, I, I mean, I I don't I never bought really much of anything on Blu-ray, but I did splurge for that. This is amazing because like the camera stuff is even better than it was then. You know, which for, is amazing, which yeah. is unbelievable. Like some of the stuff they had, they had some good sloth stuff. Oh, I love some sloth stuff. They had some great penguin stuff. They had some lemur stuff. There was uh they 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 had this come out like a few months ago as sort of like a teaser for it. I can't I literally can't watch it. It's like a lizard is get or an iguana is getting chased by like a thousand snakes. Oh yeah, you're not a snake guy. I had to cover my eyes like a coward, but <laughs> but I, I don't what, what am I gonna do? I want nightmares? I don't want nightmares. No one wants that. I want a nice sound sleep. But yeah, it's very good, and so I guess they're gonna be airing new ones, uh BBC America Saturday nights here going forward for a little bit, so they did like an, it was like an island theme. It was very good. Nice. Uh, do you have a video game minute? Um, I do have a video game minute. Um, there's there's a lot of things going on um, right now. One of the best things that's going on right now for you PlayStation users is they're actually they're actually having an Oscar sale. Oh. Um, on on uh, on PlayStation Network on PlayStation, you know. Uh, so which is really cool is they're having like these um, game of the year. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, award winners, and they're all for sale. So if you guys missed anything, like for instance, I missed Doom, Doom. which I guess flew under the radar. Yeah, as like one of the best first-person shooters in like years. Really? Um, oh. oh yeah, I, and I missed it, so I, I picked that up today. Haven't played it yet. Nice. Uh, but other things like Titanfall Two, uh, Battlefield One, uh, Star Wars Battlefront, yep. Tomb Raider, like any game that you can think of that's like some huge AAA title that you missed. Yeah. Um, I think they're having a huge sale on PlayStation Network right now. Um, and I think the same thing is going on in Xbox. I could be wrong, but they're having some huge end of the year sales right now. So that's a, that's some good stuff. That is good. Now uh, somebody asked a while ago about uh, Resident Evil Seven. Yeah, had you played much of that? I did. Um, I I played. I I'm about halfway through it. I'm I'm like okay up to the hilt in Neo right now. Oh right right right. Um. So I, again, that's kind of your clear your schedule type of RPG. Yes. Um, so I did yes. play a little bit of Resident Evil. It is good. It is worth a buy. Um, I would say if you haven't bought it yet, maybe hold off. If you're not that excited about it um, and you're not that big of a fan of the series, maybe hold off until it's on sale. Okay. Um, but, you know, it's definitely worth checking out. Um, the big news, though, that I wanted to get to in the video game minute is Bethesda announced that they are re-releasing Fallout 4 and Skyrim in VR. Wow. So that, that'll get people to buy VR. That'll get people to buy VR. Yeah. And I'm told that the VAT system... Or I'm not. T- I, they didn't tell me personally, but I read in an article. <laughs> no, you're, you're, our, you're our insider. Like, yeah, hey, um, you're our video game insider. That <laughs> counts. The, the Fallout VAT system in VR is awesome. 
Really? Where you can actually like, yeah, you can actually like point out where you want to shoot. Oh, okay. So, so they do have the VAT system in VR, so that's going to be really cool. That's sick. That's yeah. good. For those of you who don't know, that's where you can actually slow, you can actually pause and pick where you want to shoot somebody. That's, so that's nuts. That's going to be very, very fun. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. I'm still, I'm still probably not going to get VR, but if they keep pumping out games like this on it, like then you, you might be sort of forced into it. Yeah, I'm just worried about. I'm very squirrely when it comes to people being behind me or like around me. Oh yeah, you are real so squirrely. I don't really like sitting with my back to doors and all that. It's a weird thing, but like, like I Malcolm um, X. The fact that I could be doing, I would have to lock every door in my house if I was doing a VR thing, because I don't want people sneaking up on me. Yeah, or you need like a spot or like someone you trust. Yeah, especially, you know, when you're playing like Resident Evil 7 in VR. Yeah. And, you know, someone just could be like, hey, you know, my wife just like taps me like she needs my attention for oh, something, and I just might smack her. You'd elbow her right in the beak. Oh, yeah. Right in the chops. Lights out. I'd come behind you with like a little feather right around the back of the neck. Just oh, like, no, that would no. Wouldn't that be wild? No, thank you. <laughs> Uh, so there you go. There's the uh, the video game minute here on Hashtag Dork. Let's get into the topic du jour, shall we, Ryan? What's that? That'd be movie presidents and maybe even a little taste of TV presidents. You're supposed to say that's the topic of the day. Oh, I'm an, I screw that up every time. Uh, every time. Let's have it back. Well, you know what? I'll edit this whole thing out in post. All right. Um, you know what it's time for now, Ryan? It's time What's for that? the it's the topic du jour. What's that? That's the topic of the day. All right. There it is. No, then you're, spo- then you're supposed to say, I'll have that. Um, that sounds good. I'll have that. All right, let's take it from the top. No, nope, <laughs> we're good. We're good. Move on. <laughs> uh, how do you want to start? We have best, worst. We can look at some of the real-life ones. I made a list. I even have some TV ones in here. What? How do you want to play it? I don't know. You want to go back and forth, or you just want to go the good ones and then the bad ones? Yeah, let's do. Let's just throw out a few and, and then discuss them, because some okay. of them I don't remember as well, but I took, I took copious notes, Okay. and I have... Uh, Let's start out with some like hashtag dork related ones. Yes. This is a great trivia question. I would okay. say, who is the Marvel Cinematic Universe president of the United States? Uh, it's the guy. I know exactly who it is. Yeah. He's in Iron Man 3. Correct. Um, it's the guy who played um, the Grim Reaper in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. <laughs> um, he was also He's also in the Shawshank Redemption. I can't. William... Oh, yeah, you get the actor's name right. It's William. It's not Forsyth. Sadler. William Sadler. Ah, now, Bill. it's pretty sweet because the MCU, which we know encompasses like close to 20 movies already and going, yeah. uh, takes place in the United States where there is a president. <laughs> it's a fictional president, but it is President Matthew Ellis. Yep. And he, of course, was in Iron Man 3 because the Mandarin was up to no good there. There was also a picture of him seen in Captain America Winter Soldier. Yep. And he apparently, I don't watch the show, but he appeared in three episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Which makes sense. So that is a super dork trivia question, which is great. So President Matthew Ellis. I'm going, going back into the stacks and saying that that guy <laughs> played the Grim Reaper in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, the second one. Yeah, I would give you points for that. Yeah. I don't. We don't have like a point system, but. I would give you I would give you points for that. And William Sadler was the guy who was bitching that they didn't have Hank Williams in the library at Shaw, on Shawshank Redemption. Yes. So yeah. my movie my the breadth of my movie knowledge is there, just so you people know. Oh, it's in there. It's it's, in there. it's rattling around in there. Yep. There there was also they, they have the President of the United States in X two. Remember the scene with Nightcrawler? Yes. That was like that, that might have made that whole movie. That might, yeah. That was no, I mean, badass. That's what you wanted to see Nightcrawler do. Yeah, that was kick-ass. Um, I no, love that. That is what a completely under-wasted character in all the X-Men 
things. In the history of X Men, yeah, like Kirk he, Wagner. Kirk Wagner. Yeah, I come from the circus. They're like, yeah, I don't uh, enough. I don't yeah, we care. It, yeah, we don't. We don't even give a shit. But, Amazing Nightcrawler. Yeah, we get it, dude. <laughs> so that was President McKenna in X2. And then X-Men The Last Stand had a president, but it was a different actor and he didn't have a name. <laughs> Just the president. Yeah. And then you remember in X-Men <laughs> Days of Future Past, the president was actually Richard Nixon. It was Richard Nixon. So Who then show, yep. So got, there's a lot of Nixon, by the way, in, in Dork Podcast movie. There is, yeah, there is, yep. a, there is a lot of Nixon. I'll let you get to the next one, but I was just gonna say, in X Men, it just sums up like how out of their minds they are about trying to get all that continuity. Right, there is, there is none. Presidents and real presidents. You can't mix and match, can you? Yeah, I don't think you can. So if you're gonna have Nixon, what the hell are you doing with this guy McKenna? And then in the the sequel, you have a different guy played by a different actor. Yeah, uh, X Men. So now the other Richard Nixon is, of course. The rich, actual Richard Nixon from Watchmen. Yeah. Um, which, um, kind of a prick. A, not going to lie to you. Yeah, a bit of... Really, seems like a dummy. Uh, a tough tough climate, right? I mean, not to make excuses for him, but... Yeah. You know, he kind of took he kind of took over, though. And, you know, and I think um, yeah. not a very good political climate in, in Watchmen. No. Um, no, God. So, oh, heavens. You know, you got, the, you got those damn... The Reds are coming to get us. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Richard Nixon is in his fourth or fifth term as president yep. in, 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 that, in that cinematic universe. Yeah. So things aren't going very well. So I wouldn't put him as one of the best presidents. No, he, on film. he would be one of the uh, worst presidents. Yep. Watchmen, Richard Nixon, for sure. Not very good. No. Um, there was, uh, he was only credited as the president in The Dark Knight Rises, played by William Devane. I don't, he's kind of nondescript. I don't really remember him too Very much. Very nondescript. Uh, yeah. You know, Bane's taken over, so the, the president, yeah. etc. How about this little nugget? In Batman v Superman, uh, one of our favorites here on the on the podcast, yep. uh, Patrick Wilson. You know Patrick Wilson from yeah, such know. such yeah. films as Watchmen, actually. Yep. <laughs> uh, he provided the voice for the president. So you don't see him, but I guess you hear him. Um, where, where the hell was Perry White on the phone with him? Or there was some... There was something where you hear him, or maybe he just had an announcement. Maybe he was on TV. I forget, to be honest, but uh, it was Patrick Wilson. I didn't know this until I was looking things up. Patrick Wilson provided the voice. Well, that's because he was in Watchmen, which was directed by... Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. So there you go. There's your, there's your line right there. Here's the thing. Uh, the way DC is, the next time they use a president, it won't be Patrick Wilson. <laughs> it will not be. They'll, they'll cock that up somehow. No. All right, who, yeah. who do you got? All right, so one of my, one of my favorite presidents to watch... Um, Early on, um, and we're going to go to a little TV. It's a little hybrid. We'll we'll bridge it from movie to TV. Love a good bridge. Now, how about Frank Underwood from House of Cards? There you go. I don't watch House of Cards, but I have under, I understand that he would be one worth mentioning. He is just a. I mean, Kevin Spacey is yeah. a great actor. Um, it's a it's a it was a good show. Um, not so much anymore. Um, kind of the light is dimming on that show. But the first two yeah. seasons of that show were pretty remarkable. Um, and you watch and. A lot of it you watch and you figure like, is that real? Like, did that, right. someone, you know what I mean? Like, where they, they get really this idea? Yeah, like, is there people that you know, people buying votes from each other and you know, right? Of it, course, it's it's pretty dark, but I would say you know, one of the best, uh, you the worst you think of politicians are are personified in Kevin Spacey's character, which I think is kind of a cool, a kind of a cool thing. Is he a good president? Um, not really. Okay. Um. But it's funny how, 
you know, they do things in order to please certain people and then, you know, do the exact opposite to please other people and to raise money and, you know, back channel money and all that's, you know, crazy right. shit. Right, right, right. But, right. but uh, definitely a lot of intrigue there. Yes. And his relationship with his wife is, is probably the most uh, interesting part of the show. Really? Oh, yes. Uh, like it's fifth... more of a partnership than a marriage. It's not you know Fifty it's... Shades Darker? Uh, no, not well, there is one weird scene with a Secret Service agent in the Underwoods. I won't give too much away. Oh, my weird. God. Yeah, stuff gets weird. Huh. I yeah no I'll save it. Uh, they uh, one of the most famous ones, of course. Everybody sort of starts when they do these lists. You hear about them. Uh, it was, of course, Bill Pullman. Uh, oh, Bill Pullman from Independence Day. Uh, we can't. I if we were on the old hashtag dork where we, where we didn't really care about copyrights, I would I would have sound of all these guys. But oh yeah, uh, we don't want to even deal with that. But everybody knows the speech by now. Tremendous speech. Also, he sneaky has a great name. Like everybody remembers just Independence Day and it's Bill Pullman. But he was President Thomas J. Whitmore. That's a good president name. So, uh, it's a fantastic. And I didn't see Independence Day uh, resurgence, <laughs> but he was in that as well. He wasn't obviously the current president then, but he was. He was in it, had obviously direct ties with the first one. I guess some like alien links and things with him. But Thomas J. Whitmore, you'd have to put up there at the top because let's face it, that's a lot of pressure. You have uh, you know aliens about to attack. You gotta you gotta say something that's gonna get the people going. Yeah, and it's on July fourth. So what are you what are you gonna do? Holy smokes! What are you gonna do? I mean that that speech right and you know that speech writes itself. I think that's a little low hanging fruit, but I'm gonna let that I'm gonna let that play. It's low hanging fruit, but you still gotta grab it. You gotta grab it. You got to grab it by the by the fruits, and uh, and he did that. And here's one of my favorite movie presidents of recent memory, Richard. Yes, President Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Camacho from the movie Idiocracy. Wow, played by Terry Crews. Nice. Yeah, which if you haven't seen that movie, um, that movie was made about ten years ago, um, and has never been more poignant than it is right now. Mm where the inmates are absolutely running the asylum and you have a man whose middle name is Mountain Dew. Love Mountain Dew. Running the country. <laughs> Shout and out to Mountain Dew. he drives a monster truck motorcycle. Yeah. Um, and believes that Gatorade, their version of Gatorade, is going to save the earth because it has what plants crave. <laughs> I never, I I've I never seen it. never actually seen this movie. I'm not. And if you haven't seen this movie, you have to see it. Uh, it, it, it has aged incredibly well, has a cult following. Okay. And basically, you know, the point of the movie is, you know, was it Luke or Owen Wilson? Luke Wilson. Yep. The most average guy on earth gets put in like 500 years into the future and becomes the smartest man on earth. So is this on Netflix, I wonder? It probably is. There's probably, right. there's, someone's trucking this out because they want you to see it now more than anything. Oh, yeah, you know good point. Mean? Yeah, I'll have to yeah. go back and watch it then. We don't want to get. We're talking about presidents. We don't want to get too political, but let's just say that it's pretty uh, apt, <laughs> right, apt viewing right now. All right, yeah, that's a good one. How about uh, I was a big fan of President James Dale, played by Jack Nicholson in Mars Attacks. Yeah, which a movie I haven't seen in like ten years, but you love this goddamn movie. So I'm gonna let you spit. I I'm gonna let Booby spit on this one. I do love it. First of all, Jack Nicholson plays two different characters for really no reason, like no good reason, <laughs> other than he wanted to. So he told Tim Burton that he wanted to play two roles, so he was casted two roles, and there you go. It's got a dream team cast, and I think people saw that, 
and they thought, oh, like they're trying to make a good movie. They really weren't. It was like a throwback to all these old, you know, alien attack movies. The aliens look ridiculous in this, or the Martians, or whatever you want to call them. They look nuts. And I do like, wow, you know, you think things are going well, and then they're like, nope, screw that. And they're just like killing everybody. Uh, so the president, similar to Bill Pullman, he has to deal with a, uh, with, you know, aliens coming to Earth. It, you know, doesn't do a great job with it. He does have a nice family. Natalie Portman is his uh, young daughter living in the White House. It's uh, it's a movie that comes on like TBS or some of these stations like once a weekend, and I'll end up sitting there watching a good amount of it. But he has uh, you know, he tries talking to the aliens. It doesn't go very well. He has all you know, he's breaking into all the TVs to give these important addresses. Like I don't, I don't think he's a great president, but I, I do like the thought of Jack Nicholson being the president of the United States. Yeah, well, I, you know, I, it's one of those things that it's it, the movie gets better every time I see it. Yeah, I haven't seen it in quite a long time, and you know, Eddie Murphy was hot at that time, so it's you know interesting that he wanted to play two characters. Who you know, he he Jack he Nicholson? Mur- yeah, he thought he had the Eddie Murphy chops. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. yeah. He's like, can I put a fat suit on? They're like, why? It doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. Just shut up, I'm it, Jack Nicholson. I do what I it want. It doesn't matter. Um, how about this little nugget? This is another little dork nugget. Um, Michael Bay has has directed a lot of uh, tremendous films, right? Has he? No, nah, I haven't uh, seen one. I'm sorry, films. Yeah, he's directed a lot of films. films. He's a cinema director. He makes films. The movie The Rock, not a bad movie. You got to admit. Nah, no. Right, not bad. Um, comically bad, I would say. Yeah. All right, but at the time you watched it. At the time, it, it was when I fine. was 16, 17 years old. Yeah. And I saw it. I was like, yeah, badass. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. Alcatraz, it's cool. So The Rock. And the uh, the aforementioned Armageddon with uh, the Ben Affleck, Liv Tyler scene with the Animal Crackers, sure. they are in the same universe, and I can prove it because the same man, Stanley Anderson, played the president in both films. No way. Is that true? Yeah. Wow. Isn't that sick? I'm blown away. That is a mind-blowing fact right there. So That's Armageddon. Fantastic. So it's like Ar- Armageddon and The Rock are in the same universe. All of the Quentin Tarantino movies are in the same universe. I also heard, and it's not out yet, but I did an episode with Mac and Goo and the Boxers. Trying to hear it. Can't wait to hear it. it. So it should be out next week. It was good. We did a movie uh, auction draft for movies coming out March through the end of the year. But Wessie, or Wessie B was telling me that basically all the Stephen King movie or all the Stephen King books are in the same universe. I have I have read a lot of Stephen King, but not enough to where I'm an expert on that. That subject. blew my mind. I like lot, not to spoil that episode, but I that 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 floored me. And I did some research on it, and I think it's mostly true. I wouldn't say every single one, but there's so many connections and like little connections. Plus, there's like this Dark Tower series. Right. Which, I was gonna say, does it have anything to do with the Dark Tower? Yeah. I've read has, I've read some of that where there's like different dimensions and stuff. Yeah, it has a lot to do with that. So there's some carryover villains. There's a lot of carryover like references to things. So that sort of opens the door up to more. Right. But uh, but anyway, I I love like the the Tarantino verse thing. I love like I think that's awesome that all those movies exist in the same universe and there's like right. carryover, like the Vega brothers and. I was even reading up on some more. Like it goes all the way back to like Django Unchained, right. uh, you know, True Romance, which he wrote. He didn't even direct. Uh, every like literally nat- like Natural Born Killers to to the movies like Hateful Eight. Don't they like, like they make reference to like Big Kahuna Burger and they make reference to like Marcellus Wallace in like another movie. Yeah, well, Big Kahuna Burger like is in like six different movies. Then I think the Red Apple Cigarettes are in like yeah. a ton of the the movies. Um, the uh, 
so remember the, the character that Eli Roth played in Inglorious Bastards? Yeah, the Bear Jew. The Bear Jew. His son is uh, the director in True Romance that they're like buying the drug or selling the drugs to. <laughs> they have the same last name, and that's apparently like his son. What do you think? What do you think of that? There's so, there's so many of them, and I, I, I absolutely love it. Like the 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 first one that I that I saw, I think I discovered on my own was that uh, Michael Madsen from Reservoir Dogs. Yep. And John Travolta and Pulp Fiction are brothers. Yes, like, I didn't know that. You're like, that's tremendous. But then there's yep. so many more, and like, they like there's some websites that do like a timeline. We could do a whole episode on this. They do like a we whole. Should. T- they do a timeline because obviously, like classic Tarantino, it's all out of order. So he's got movies like The Hateful Eight, but even some of those characters relate to ones that are in like Kill Bill. Like it's it's staggering. What I need to know is that in every Tarantino movie, because this is so chill, and I know this happens in Pulp Fiction. Are all the clocks set to 420? Because that's so chill. Is that really a thing? That's a thing. Oh, God. Yeah, it's brutal. Also, a cool thing is, you remember in Pulp Fiction when Uma Thurman is telling the story about the uh, the pilot that she shot? Yes. It's literally Kill Bill. Huh. It's like they like to the to the T, like each actress, like she's like there was like five of us or whatever, and it was like it's the all, Fox Force Five or something. Like yeah, that. Fox yeah. Force Five basically was like her, Lucy Liu, Vivica A. Fox, uh, Julie Dreyfus, and and um, what's her name, the one with the eye patch, like, Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah. Yeah, it was like yeah. literally all of them, like talking about how one's good with like explosives, like she's the most dangerous woman with like a blade. It's it's literally that movie. That's fantastic. So that's just like a little like a little fun <laughs> fun nugget there. Um, Let's bring it back to the presidents. I got one for you. Yeah, what do you got? How about Abraham Lincoln in Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I had that on my list. That is a, that is a tremendous portrayal. Oh, what a, what a, and you know, it's re, it's based in reality, which is nice. It's a real life thing, which uh, every once in a while I do like a, a non-fictional tale. And you, it, you like to just write from history. You know what I mean? Like uh, That was an entertaining movie, though. I'm going to tell you this. The book was actually really good. Oh, no. Yeah, see, I never read it. You don't read, but like. Well, that's not entirely true. <laughs> I'm I'm currently reading a pretty sweet comic book, which I'll tell you about again in pick of the podcast. I'll tell you this much about that. <laughs> don't do um, But the book was actually really good. But the movie was just dreadful. Um, but it was nice to see. Uh, that was dreadful. I thought there was some. I thought it was enjoyable. Yeah, but for the wrong reasons. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Right now, they had a little bit of fun with history because Mary Todd Lincoln in real life was actually a dog. Oh God. She was a big a wolf, and uh, they they played played her out. She was a kind of very attractive in this film. Yeah, and she, and she is it isn't it Mary Elizabeth Winstead? Isn't it the chick from uh, uh, Nineteen Cloverfield Lane? <laughs> yes, yes, that is the the woman from Ten Cloverfield Lane. <laughs> I'm just getting it wrong on purpose at this point. Well, you no, know I know because you were always across the street. Now you're just, you're in the cul de sac. But yeah, yeah she, I'm, she, I'm down the block. She was in that. Um, <laughs> that's a good one. What about uh, who else we got? Uh, Morgan Freeman played the president, uh, President Tom Beck in Deep Impact. In Deep Impact. I was looking that up because they, remember there was like that theory of like movie twins, like every, uh, every so often there's like movie twins where like Armageddon and Deep Impact came out on the same year. Yeah. And then Dante's Peak and Inferno came out the same year. Yeah. And what and, was it? Uh, no Strings Attached and, uh, was it Just, just friends. friends? No, not Just Friends. Not Just Friends. No Strings Attached and No Strings Attached. Wait, that's that what, what you just said. <laughs> There's no strings attached, and no strings and attached. No strings attached. The same movie. See, that's what, it was like. Yeah, like Kunis, the, Portman, Timberlake, Kutcher came out back to all, back. They're all getting together. And then you were thinking the Prestige and the uh, the Illusionist. Illusionist came out. 
Yeah. Prestige so is better. Have, prestige is way better. Way better. Way better. Um, yeah. So Morgan Freeman, Deep Impact. Um, so what you're learning is if if it's if the world is going to come to an end or if there's aliens involved, which sometimes they can be related, you have to have a president. Now, they may not have the biggest role. Like You might have a huge role. Like in uh, Independence Day, or they might be much more, you know, minor, like like Armageddon. So here's another movie twin for you. So um, Morgan Freeman, who's in Deep Impact, was also in a movie called Olympus Has Fallen. Yes, where he doesn't play the president, but the president is played by Aaron Eckhart. Oh yeah, who, I never saw that. Who I would vote for? But, Aaron Eckhart. Oh yeah, I would vote for him. Uh, Two Face. Well, the Harvey Dent. He is handsome. What was the it? guys in the face in the witness stand. What a handsome devil. That's true. He's, and, he's cool so, under pressure, I noticed. Oh, absolutely. But the movie twin to Olympus Has Fallen, this is what I'm getting to, featured one of the worst movie presidents I've ever seen, that being portrayed by Jamie Foxx in White House Down. Oh, White House Down, <laughs> yes. yes. Which was, you know, Jamie Foxx and C. Tate's, Jamie yeah. Tatum, you know, who's mysteriously, his, his bulletproof vest stays on, well. but... His shirt underneath does not. Well, I mean, I'm not mad at it. And Magic Mike's got to get his money's worth, you know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. But Jamie Foxx plays the president in that movie, Twin. And uh, at one point, he laments the fact um, that he needs to get his Jordans <laughs> out of the White House. Well, it's a nice shoe. I, I'm a big fan of Jordans, too, but yeah. you, know, when, you know. You think Jordan would sponsor the podcast? If they did, I'd be jump man, jump man, jump man. Like all, I would just be head to toe. <laughs> I would, it would be, it would be obnoxious. I would wear nonstop. You're right. The, I'd wear the hat, the shoes, pants. Oh, we'd show, we'd show up to like Comic Con and just like head to toe sweat, <laughs> like matching track. Like what are these assholes' problems? Like uh, yeah. jump man. Yeah. Paid forward. Uh, yeah. No, that's a that's a bad president. How about how about what do you think of this guy? This is uh for all the ladies in the audience. This would be the uh, nice little rom romantic. Rom romedy? Would it be a dramedy? A romedy? No, it wasn't a comedy. It was a romantic drama. Dram- the American president. The American president. Michael Douglas played Michael du- president. Played president Andrew Shepard, which also sounds like a president. Mikey Dougie. Mikey Dougie played Andy Sheppy. Yep. He got the throat cancer. You know how he got throat cancer? I do. We're not going to mention it on air. Um, we but- can. I think it's a podcast. You can say whatever you want, but I don't like to work too blue. I don't want to work blue. I know. We're better than that. We're above that. Yeah. Um, do you have any thoughts on President Andrew Shepard? Ladies I, man. Bit of a ladies man. I have zero feelings <laughs> on that. Wasn't Annette Benning in that movie with him too? Who was in that movie with him? Yeah, that was that was who he was like trying to, to court because he, he was he was a widower, I believe. And and then uh, she was like she worked for something uh near the White House and he he tried to better. He tried to get down. And he did. Try to get himself some throat cancer. I also, well, I don't know if that's what he tried to do, but yeah. Yeah, it wasn't, that wasn't his aim, but. How about, uh, here are some presidents from comedy films. Comedy presidents. President okay. President Harris, played by Leslie Nielsen in Scary Movie 3 and Scary Movie 4. When do those movies, like, stop actually being scary? Like, parodying scary movies? Yeah, it turned into, like, just any movie, right? Yeah, it did. Maybe after the Wayans brothers, because like one and two, like those were all. Not, I mean, not all, but for the most part, they were horror movies. Right, and then they started parodying like the Matrix. Yeah, they'd parody anything. Well, you know what happened is I think like the the ninety the late nineties, early two thousands, 
horror movies, like that started to dry up. So you had less stuff to parody. What's crazy is like the same guys who wrote like all those movies have written like not I'm not even exaggerating dozens of movies together. Like those guys are millionaires. Who are the Wayanses? No, the guys who write those movies, like the like the date movie, scary oh, oh, movie, oh. Whatever, yeah, yeah, epic movie, like all those. It's all written by the same like two guys. You know what one was the best? Well, actually, scary movie one and two were actually pretty good, but the one that might have been the best because there's a lot of duds in there, but not another teen movie. Yes, so like all that, those two same guys like write all those movies. They got kind of a niche. Yeah, yeah. and I, every time it. And a lot of it is, is I'm pissed that like you and I didn't think of that because speaking of low hanging fruit, yeah, it's right I there. I do that all day. It's right there. We watch movies and then we just take something and we make fun of it. It doesn't even have to be that funny, but people are just like, "Oh, I recognize that." Exactly. Yeah. Like that's the formula. Hey, hey, remember this scene from this movie? And they're like, "Oh yeah." That's a mess. Like, let's just throw that in there. Well, now, I mean, we're doing all right. We're talking to each other all over the phone and you know putting it up for for everybody to listen to. For all, yeah, for everyone. That's pretty the good. Whole, the whole Boston, yeah, we're doing all right. We're I'm, doing all right. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. You can't find the goddamn thing, but it's on there. I'm not mad. It's up. I'm getting. I'm starting. I'm starting to boil over on the uh, podcast thing. I'm your, trying. Your chili's running a little hot. I can tell. It re- like honestly, but then I was thinking to myself, I'm like, uh, my my life is obviously going pretty well. If the thing that I'm most upset with right now is that my podcast doesn't have its own channel yet. <laughs> That seems to be a very first-person problem. First yeah, I would, problem, say, you know? I would say so. I was like, I should probably relax. because. But, yeah, yeah I you am. Know, people are dying. Pipelines are exploding. But you know what? I can't, no one can find my goddamn podcast on iTunes. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, anyway, hopefully this will be fixed. <laughs> but fix it. But but seriously, though, it's a, it's a, it's a problem. Uh, we also, did you know? Yeah. Sorry, Richard. Did no. you know that uh, Mark Cuban played the president in Sharknado 3? I sure do. The I didn't know that. Sharknado no, 3, I'm... oh, hell no, is what it's the, uh, the <laughs> subtitle there. Yeah, so I would say he'd be the worst president. Although he did. I would say the worst president on film would probably have to be Mark Cuban. The best was me, when I was uh, working at the other place, Josh Deering, who was on a bunch of these episodes, um, he was our producer, and we were watching, you know, Sharknado 3 would come on at night. So we'd watch it like when it was on mute, and he knew Mark Cuban was going to be in it, and we so we had a bet. Which I th- actually he did pay off. He he's like a Lannister. He does he does repay his debts. Always or, pays his debts he always yeah. pays his debts. We we made the bet. You know how many sharks would Mark Cuban kill? And <laughs> Deering set the number like insanely high, like five and a half or eight and a half or maybe ten. Like he thought he was going to kill a ton of them. So whatever. I, he ca- I haven't seen it. Can I guess? Uh, I don't remember the exact number, but yeah, let's put the number at ten over under. Oh, way under, and he probably gets killed by the third shark he sees. Yeah, I think you're right. He, he it was way under, and I was just laughing all the way. And then he's like, "Well, I don't know. Like, he might have gotten a piece of that one." And then he's like, "No, you're right." He's like, <laughs> he, "He he did not do a lot of. Like, I think he killed at least one." But but then like the second one is like it gets him. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're like, oh, he's doing pretty well. Oh, no, God, oh, there's a lot of blood. So he's <laughs> he's not good. I would also uh, yeah. So Mark Cuban, one of the worst presidents. Uh, Kevin James. Played President William Cooper in the movie Pixels. Oh Jesus Christ! I would say that was that was not as good. You know that was that movie was just a slap in the face to everything we hold dear. Yeah, I didn't see it. Oh God! Oh my God! Yeah, it's just it, the previews alone. I was like, I'm out. I'm out on that. It just they just abandoned plot points like halfway through. Yeah. 
Like I, I that movie is as close to unwatchable as I have ever. Like I've I've only walked out of like one movie in my whole life. What was it? Uh, cool World. <laughs> is that Brad Pitt? Yeah, it was like uh, an uh, an animated Kim Basinger. Yeah, it's, so it's like it's it got the like, same idea as Roger Rabbit, right? Right, but it was like more like an but adult shitty. version of Roger Rabbit, but like totally shitty. And I remember like going to the movies with my friends and like telling my mother that I was going to see like mixed nuts with like Adam Sandler <laughs> and Steve Martin. Yeah, my timeline might be a little off, but we were, yeah, we were going to see like something like that and then snuck into Cool World because we thought it was going to be like, Ugh, you know, like a Fifty Shades Darker kind yeah, of Yeah, and it was not. It was, and it was just. It was a letdown. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I don't think I've ever walked out of a movie, probably because I'm just too cheap, but the closest one I came to, like a group of us one, I remember when we were like 8th, 7th or 8th grade, and a bunch of us walked out, I stayed, and it was City of Angels. Oh, what a piece of, you know what, I Worst. did see that with a high school girlfriend, and that, that got me a serious makeout. Yeah, that's the thing, I was sitting there with a girl, so I'm like, well, I'm not going to, like, we, we came all the way to the theater, like, I'm going to see the, I'm going to see what happens to Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then my my whole line was like, "Oh, you like this Goo Goo Dolls song? I can play it on guitar." Oh, you know, no! That was, that was the that's the move. That's the one thing I had was that was my ace in the hole. No, that's true. That's true. Maybe maybe one week on the podcast you can serenade the listeners. I don't think they want to hear that. I think they might. Maybe a little. Uh, what was that song called Iris? Yeah, oh yeah, I could do that. Isis. What was it called? <laughs> Isis. Yeah, <laughs> the old oh, Goo Goo Dolls hit. Yeah. Uh, who else we got? We have uh, Tim Robbins played the president in Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. He certainly did. And he had a nice little hairdo there in that one. Yep, he certainly did. I, I actually really enjoy those movies. And I actually saw... Um, they're very good. They are. Seriously, they that, no, no sarcasm. Well. They age well. They're, they're funny. Actually, one of them was on the other day. Uh, I think the Heather Graham one was on. And I was like, eh, I had a few good laughs. Yeah, that was, I think that was The Spy Who Shagged Me. Oh, my, that's one of International Man of Mystery, right? Oh, that's Elizabeth Hurley, right? Yeah, then Spy Shag Me. Then... And then the next one was Goldmember with uh, Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah. You know how I feel about her. That was before she became, you know. Miss V. Miss Thing. Miss Thing. The, you know, the she thing. She was an up and comer then. And she was, uh, she was hot to trot. That movie. She sure was. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton played the president in Love Actually. Speaking of rom coms. Which they kind of snuck him in there. Yeah, like he, I forget, and I've seen it a few times. My wife really enjoys the movie. And I, for, yeah, I always forget that he's in it. Yeah. A lot of people put that on their like top Christmas movie list. Yeah, not ours. Not mine. No, would not even make it. Wouldn't even make the top ten. Now, Brendan Fraser, as you might recall, Ryan played <laughs> Fraser. A, Fraser. Fraser mm-hmm. played a number of characters in a nice little film called Bedazzled, including oh, right. at one point he was Abraham Lincoln. Yes. That's all I got on that. With Elizabeth Hurley, who again, who holy smokes, something else. Ooh. She's like in her fifties and still can get it. Oh yeah, she can. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis played Lincoln in the movie Lincoln, and he won an Oscar for it. And he won an Oscar for it, because anytime, anytime that guy takes a shit, he gets an Oscar. Because <laughs> it's so method. That movie was, that bored me to tears. Oh, and it would. I couldn't, would. I that one I would have walked out on if I could, but I saw it at home, and I was I had to shut it off. I couldn't finish and it. Who played Mary Todd in that? Was it? Uh, um, Sally Field? Sally Field, yeah. Sally Field. She of the Smokey and the Bandit fame. Oh, uh, yes. Flying Nun. Yes, yes. The Flying Nun? The Flying Nun she was in. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, she was the Flying Nun. Yeah, that's right. There was a U- Ulysses S. Grant and Jonah Hex, which I don't remember. We should have added that to the, the other dork stuff. We should, yeah. Uh, Josh in, Brolin. Uh, did, in W? Did you see W? 
I did not. Yeah, me neither. Can't really comment on that. How about all the? I will say this: yeah. as as controversial a president as W was, yeah, I will tell you this: nobody threw a first pitch like that guy. Unbelievable! One of the great moments in sports from the mound. Just hummed it right down Broadway. Just hucking piss from the mound. Like a little bit of hair on it, right where he wanted to be. Like here I am with a bulletproof vest on. By the way, he just goes up there. All eyes are on him. And he just throws a steamer. Yeah, yeah, like like from the mound too. Like usually people throw it from the front. I'll still watch that sometime. I'll go, I'll pop it on the YouTube. But just like if I need like a little bit of a kick in the ass, I'll watch that. Yep. And you're right. Whether you like the guy or not, I don't care. That was amazing. The country needed an athlete. Yes, they did. You know what I mean? Can you it, imagine Jesus. again? And not to get too political, but can you imagine if you know? Have you seen some of Obama's first pitches? Not good. Not good. From the left side, too. You'd think, you know, he'd get a look because he's a lefty, but. Yeah, it's a little unorthodox. Yeah. It's like Denny Nagel coming at you from the left side. Pie thrower. You know what I mean? (laughs) Kind of pushes it. Yeah. W just goes up there and gives you a heater. Oh, right over the top, too. Oh. Two seam action. And like, no no thought, too, either. He just like goes up there, grabs the the rock. Uh, He might have even got a little rosin on his hand. And then he just he he gets. Uh, imagine the, if he did like the, the backhand like pad of the rosin. Just pad of the rosin, or then just throws a f- fucking missile down the down the yeah. pl- pipe. Dare we say a piss missile? It might have been a piss missile. Yeah, oh. no, the piss missile would have been if I hit it off him. Right, or if, if you put that right in, right in belt, right dick high, and I would have just <laughs> absolutely crushed that ball. Dick high. <laughs> or if the catcher came up throwing, like say there was a guy on the move from first, he had to get like a little slide step action. And oh, the, yeah. the catcher just comes up heaving. What well, if he gunned it down to second? Oh, uh, great. That, that would be, yeah. Like, in, in W just kind of, like, steps out of the way. W turns yeah. around. He goes, ball's in, coming down. Yeah. And then just, there there, there it goes. Yeah. Uh, so that, that was good. Um, before TV, quickly, we have uh, the West Wing had a bunch of presidents. I didn't watch the show, but I know, I, you got to mention it. John Goodman, uh, he was uh, Glenn Allen Walken. Uh, Martin Sheen was president at one point. Uh, Martin for Sheen was the president. I watched this because where was he from? Martin Sheen? Martin? Well, Martin, no. Martin, The character Martin Sheen played in the West Wing. Nashville, New Hampshire. State of Nashua, New Hampshire. Nashua? Not from Nashville, oh, okay. but he was from New Hampshire. So Martin Sheen was president, obviously, for a long time on that show. And Jimmy Smits was also president. Ah, Jimmy Smits. Uh, president David Palmer. That was Dennis Haysbert in 24. Well, I, I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. I, was, I, would, I would be remiss if I forgot that. But Pedro Serrano playing president in 24 was good shit. Pretty good. This yeah. is a, another shout-out to Josh Deering <laughs> as uh, Mark Moses played President Jeff uh, Mickener in The Last Chip. It's one of his favorite shows. So throw that one out there. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jerry Wasserman played the president in The Flash. I think it was either this season or last season. Kind of nondescript role in in the Flash, uh, but it's hard to tell if he's really in the continuity because they try to do flash points. Everything's all reset. It's a it's chaos. Who knows who's president? And how about this, point. Herbert Garrison in the most recent season of South Park? Yeah, he was he was a nice president as Herbert, well, Mr. Garrison. All right, so best president from TV and film and worst president. Okay, so mine best president from TV. I was going to spring this up. Dennis Haysbert in 24. Okay. That's just an ass kicker right yes, there. Yes, yes. Um, worst president in TV history. Um, I don't know. I'm going to go Jimmy Smith because I never saw that episode of the West, those that series of the West. Yeah. So he, can, he can kick rocks. Okay. What do you got? 
Um, I'm just gonna go all time. I think you probably have to put you probably have to put Bill Pullman up there, Thomas J. Whitmore. Oh yeah, for best from movies. Um, worst, it's probably either Mark Cuban or Kevin James. I would go with Kevin. Every I hate Kevin James. I have a personal vendetta against Kevin James. Yeah, so I would I would put those guys there. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I have- and and we forgot. President James Marshall, played by Harrison Ford in Air Force One. Oh, good the one. very famous, get off my plane. Good one. Very good one. Yes. I have a quick exercise him. as well, actually. Okay. Uh, best Saturday Night Live presidents. Oh, boy. This is, I, I, and I have it in front of me here. So, we'll just go through. So, Bill Clinton, this is all out of Darryl order. Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond was awesome. Daryl Hammond, Phil Hartman, and even Michael McKeon played Bill Clinton, but Daryl Hammond had the best Bill Clinton. He did. So we'll put that to the side. George W. Bush actually had the most actors portray him. Will Ferrell, I think most famously, but before he really got his foot on it, Chris Parnell, Daryl Hammond, Will Forte, and Jason Sudeikis all played uh, W, but obviously Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, yep, absolutely. Uh, Barack Obama, Fred Armisen, and Jay (laughs) Farrow both played Obama. Jay Farrow was better. Jay Farrow was better. Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump obviously has been Alec Baldwin. Which is great. Which is tremendous. Uh, Joe very unfair. P- very unfair. Yeah. Not funny. <laughs> Sorry. I'm getting, uh, I'm getting political. That's okay. Uh, JFK was, I guess, portrayed by Joe Piscopo at one point. Oh, boy. Uh, I don't know. Richard Nixon uh, by Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, which is, I remember seeing those in reruns. Yeah. Not bad. Gerald Ford by Chevy Chase. <laughs> That one was not good. No. That was not good. Uh, Jimmy Carter by both Dan Aykroyd and Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo. And, and, and how about this? Ronald Reagan, Joe Piscopo, Phil Hartman, and Randy Quaid. <laughs> and then the last one, which I would argue might be the best, is Dana Carvey's George H.W. Bush. His was good. He also, But his Ross Perot was way better. Oh, good point. You know what I mean? Like oh. I think he he did a pretty good like now nah, eh, eh, like with the Jordan ain't gonna do it, ain't eh, gonna do it. it. But his Ross Perot was way better than that. When he had the debate where he was both characters, yeah, <laughs> that's great. So I would say either Daryl Hammond's Clinton, Will Ferrell's Bush, <laughs> Dana Carvey's H. W. Bush. You just like saying Will Ferrell's Bush. Will you Ferrell's wanted to like mix Bush. that in somewhere, yeah. And, uh, and and honestly, Baldwin's Trump has to be right up there at the top. It's up there. I mean, only because it's so big right now. You know, oh, I it's mean? huge. And like they uh, they've had a ton of episodes, and he's been great. And but he's just he's spot on. Like the face, the hands, like the words he says. Like he's just really good at it. Yeah, he's really good at it. All right. Any final thoughts before we get to the final portion of the program? No, that's some good stuff. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Time now for the pick of the podcast. Ryan Davey, what do you got? I got one. I saw a movie trailer today that we haven't, we've, we've been off of kind of like, we're on mainstream movies right now, but there's one that's actually, at, um, I think it's at festivals right now, and it's got some big names attached to it. Um, Anne Hathaway and Jason Sudeikis are in a movie called Colossal. Oh, okay, um, yep. And the point of the movie is that Anne Hathaway's character is kind of like a screw-up. She's a drunk. She loses her boyfriend and blah, blah, blah. Like, she's going through a tough time. And they find out through chance that her actions are actually controlling a Godzilla-like monster in Korea. What? Yeah. So, like, as she moves, like, the monster in Korea moves. 
So wow. it's it's, a, it's actually a really weird looking movie, um, but it's it, it looks really cool and it's getting kind of good reviews and getting some legs. So um, if you have the means to check that out or just check out the trailer, I'd say do that. That's my pick of the pod this week. All right, nice. Yeah, we'll tweet that out uh, at Dork Podcast. That comes out April uh, April seventh. Yes, I just looked it up. April seventh. Uh, I have a follow up. I've not. My last pick of the podcast was a graphic novel I was going to read, and as we stand now, I have not finished it. Uh, it's a like the full collected edition. I believe it was twelve issues. I'm like six issues through the fade out, which is like 1940s. There's there's a few flashbacks, but it's like 1940s Hollywood, and like some of the guys that are on like the blacklist from like the the communist stuff. Uh, there's there's a, a mystery. It's a crime noir, if you will. Like there's been a murder. What's going on? You're trying to connect the dots. There's like a cast of characters that include you know screenwriters and directors and actresses. It's it's really good. It's Ed Brubaker who's done a lot of different stuff with with like actual superheroes. But this is another uh, graphic novel that he wrote. I think a couple of years ago. But it's uh, it's really good. And I. I thought it was going to be good, and it is. So I, I already recommend it. I haven't, I haven't, I don't know what how it ends, but I, I like where it's going. So you recommended it. Now it's got the st- the official stamp of approval. Yep. And then maybe next week I'll get my slow reading ass uh, going, and I'll, I'll have I'll finish it, and I can give you a final grade on it. But if you were if you were on the fence about it, you're like oh, you, you don't even you haven't even read it yet, Keith. What are you talking about? Uh, I'm in. I'm already six episodes or six issues in. I don't see how it can it could be a, a dud. Well, good. So there you go. Um, there all right, of course, you can uh, follow us on the Twitter at Dork Podcast. You can tweet us, or I'm sorry, you can uh, email us, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. We are efforting, as they say in the biz, our own iTunes channel. Maybe it is. Maybe maybe it already has, because that's the thing. We record it. We slap it up there the next day. I don't know if anything has changed, so hopefully it is. when it. As soon as it is, we will shout it from a mountaintop, and we will let everybody know what is going on. Uh, but, Davey, where can the people follow you? The people can follow me at R, R Von D on Twitch and Twitter, um, and that's it. Don't look for me anywhere else. That, no, that's probably plenty. Yeah. All right. Do you have any final words for the folks? Uh, just, you know, I want you, everyone to get out there and just keep themselves, you know, healthy. Uh, yeah. Hydrate, you know, get enough sleep. You know, there's, a, there's, there's crazy things going around. You sound like this, you know, and, um, you, you know, I, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. No, I know. Just, you what know do take you- your emergency. Take your airborne. What do you think the uh, the Black Panther would think about us not having our own iTunes channel yet? And the Black Panther is very upset that we do. I can't. I don't know if I can do it right now. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, I think you are, you started to have it in Wakanda. You know, people. I, I was working on a bit, and I, I told you about this off air. But I was working on a bit. I'm not going to give it away yet because I'm not. Yeah, I'm don't not give it. Save it. Form. Save it. I'm no, no. We'll form. wait. We'll wait till you recover. But I'll tell you that was still yeah. uh, still very good. And again, I. Uh, this could also be the pick of the podcast in another week or so when it comes out. Mac and Goo, the boxers, and myself sat down and did an episode. But before we did that, all four of them, Ryan, complimented your Black Panther. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm so that's high praise coming from them. And uh, I guess another pick of the pod too. Um, since we we've moved, we haven't we've talked about them a little bit. But if you want to check those guys out, I mean, those podcasts are definitely worth listening to. Uh, both the Boxers podcast and Mac and Goo. So if you want to check those guys yeah. out, please do. And they're both on iTunes, so they're easy to find. They're easy to find. <laughs> uh, going forward, I think we'll, unless something changes, I'm thinking X-Men, like all things X-Men, specifically the movies, but maybe we'll dip our toes in some of the other properties of X-Men as we prepare for Logan. The following week, we'll have a Logan review, plus Davey and I will be attending the Northeast Comic Con in a couple of weeks, so we'll uh, have some content, hopefully, from that as well. I can't wait. 
All right, that'll do it. Thanks for listening to Hashtag Dork.